Hello and welcome to another episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium, guest starring Lindsay's physical form. Hello. This She's... joke nearly killed Tanner. <coughs> yes, it, it did. I got some chlem. Yeah, Lindsay is here visiting. She's here present personally, physically. We're milking it for everything that we can. Yes. This is going to be great. There's going to be no noises in the background. Hi, Flower. Okay, well, no. She'll be fine. She'll, she's fine. She'll well, be fine. Well, it's wildlife. Yes. It's ambient dogs. <laughs> Speaking of ambiance, what happened in the last episode? I have to check what did happen in the last episode. Well, we went into you, the mountain. You, well, and you beat Indy. We did beat you Indy. You all did your gym battle with Indy. Got, oh, yeah. I, I said you guys got the relic badge. That was a lie because the relic badge already exists. Yeah, um, it's the ancient badge. Okay. It's an old badge. I should probably add that in my inventory so I don't forget. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yes, and then you went through the Orberg Gate... To see if you could track down Julian's wayward aerodactyl. Yep. Since you picked up. Along the way, you met a, a lovely you found girl. A slide. You met a really nice girl, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's very nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally wasn't the mythic bitch at high school. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, Belle caught a sword. Yeah. She did catch a sword. We gave Belle a sword. I got best bet. You did get Best Bat. Are you going to use the Best Bat? I'm going to use Best Bat. Better. I'm going to love him. He's going <laughs> to love my friendship, and he's going to become a beautiful Crobat. You guys better regularly use every Pokemon you catch, or I'm going to judge you. <laughs> this isn't like the games where it's one and done. Well, as I said the other day to Lindsay, she is becoming the knight character. <laughs> she has a horse. She has a sword. If she borrows bronze on, she's got a shield, basically. <laughs> but yeah... You guys got to the top of the, the mountain that the gates built into, and you found probably Julian's Aerodactyl, but you found a lot of Aerodactyls, and they're kind of surrounding you. So let's zoom back into this cavern full of big, rocky flyboys. What do you do? Okay, before anyone does anything, let's not attack them. Let's not even pull out any Pokemon, because the last thing we want to do is be eaten alive by Aerodactyl. True. We look like a tasty snack for all these. Them, probably. I've heard if we don't move, they can't see us. <laughs> they only see by movement. <laughs> uh, hey, Gabe? Yeah. Do you have a berry? I have multiple berries. Do you, do you think you could drop a couple of them and see if they'll eat those? I don't think these Pokemon are, veg, are herbivores. Well, I've heard almost every Pokemon known to man has at least tried a berry and enjoyed a berry. It might be worth a shot. Because I don't think they'll, they'll... It's either that or we fry up your Krabby. And make a delicious Krabby like Red Lobster dinner. How dare you. Sorry. I was surprised you didn't go for Krabby Patty. <laughs> I did. So... It's up to you. All I know is I'm just like... 
<laughs> I'm Some going move. to try. Where is it? They like orange berries. Almost everything likes an orange berry. Use Pokey Psychologist. I'm going to try. Because I don't know if they, they are calm at this moment, but I'm going like? to try. What do the aerodactyls look like? Like, can we kind of, can at least Gabe, like, get a read on them? I guess he, he will, like, Pokey Education or Pokey Psychology or well, something. Well, like, are you asking what they're doing right now? Like, they're surrounding us, but yes. are they mad? Are no, they... they're just kind of, like, the ones closest to you are kind of crawling around and prowling, and occasionally they sniff at you, but they're not really sure what to make of you. Hmm. Uh, nothing I can do is going to help this out. But no, um, I'm going to try to come across as non-intimidating and try to see if we can get out of this situation. But I'm going to use Poké Psychologist so I can use... I can try... Um, I guess the best way to do this is I'm going to try to charm them using Poké Psychologist so I can use my Pokémon Education for a charm roll. Which my Poké Education is 5 now. Oh, could have been better. 8, 10, 16. Good. That is pretty good. Okay, what are you doing well, okay, I should probably ask first, is there any anything beyond the Aerodactyls? No, you guys are pretty much at the furthest part of the cave. Okay. Try to approach what I think might be the pack leader and try to approach it calmly. Well, that would be the biggest one that's right in front of you. Yes. But it's Nostis, right? Yes. Okay. It's Notice you... It's kind of hunkered down, looks at you quizzically. No, yeah, you know what? I, I do that, and at the same time, I try to slowly offer it a cherry berry. You know what? Both of my cherry berries. All right, so you hold them out, and it sniffs them, and then quickly it kind of grabs them with its yeah. front teeth. And tears them out of your hands and starts to scarf them down. And then some of the aerodactyls beside it kind of go... <sighs> and they start pecking at him, hoping that they can get the berry. But he's already eaten it, so now they're looking at you. How many aerodactyls are there? There's like at least a dozen. Oh boy. Guys, I, mm. I don't think I have enough berries for all of these guys. Yeah. Well, uh, Jules, how many berries do... Zilch. I've got a couple. Uh. Well, okay, I might be lying. I might have a lot of berries. <laughs> might have to unload everything I have here. Okay, so about a dozen. I fed two. The one I fed, does he seem content with the two berries I gave him? He seems fine. Like, none of them are yeah. aggressive at you. They, yeah. They're looking at you as a source of food, but, like... Not you yourself as the food. Okay. Okay. This is this is right. good. Okay. So good. I'm gonna help you, bud. Thank you. Hopefully, Thank you. one of your aerodactyl is amongst these aerodactyl. I think but... my aerodactyl's the big one. <laughs> you you've still got the little compass thing going on that's locating your Pokemon. I take a look at it. It's actually pointing back near the entrance of the cave. Okay. Okay. So this is not mine. Okay. <laughs> but... Well, at least I'm gonna try to pacify the situation. Yeah. If we I make good with the Aerodactyl, then our life will become okay. easy. Okay. So I have three, six, nine, thirteen berries. 
We can always and, find more. I will help you and I find got, more. I got another eight berries. Seven. So six between each of you? Or... If there's about a dozen, we can almost feed all of them to berries. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you want to play it? Yes. Just offload all of our berries and just, like, <laughs> kind of walk out. No, I'm not going to... Some might not get the berries if we just put them in one spot. So, so I'm going to try... I'm going to ask for the berries. Okay. And I'm going to try to go to each individual <laughs> one. <laughs> And make sure. Yeah, it might it's be a good idea if we all just split. start like. Yeah, 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 and just start. We'll split through. them three ways, which is what, what twenty-one berries, so seven each. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, distribute them as best we can, leaving three of them with only getting one berry. Well, as you distribute them, and I'm guessing you're starting where you are and just kind of working yeah. your way down the sides. Yeah. So as you get closer to the entrance of the cave. Bell, you're going to notice that one of the aerodactyls isn't quite standing with the rest of the group, and they actually kind of back away from you as you start to approach. Okay, uh, should I... Let's go back to the top. Roll, um... You know what, I'm going to go for perception. Ooh. Well, you're only doing a perception so, check, right? Yeah, five. You don't really notice anything. <sighs> Let me help you with that. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that was three, three, eight, three. eight, and then eleven. Your plus my three is is sixteen. Sixteen. Or no? Oh wait, no. Fourteen. Nine, fourteen. fourteen. Yes. Yeah, fourteen. Okay, so with I, I'm not sure how exactly Gabriel would help with this because <laughs> he's probably in a different part of the cave. But yes, when you look again, Bell, you notice that this is very likely the aerodactyl that you saw in the lab. Okay, the so... Force, Force Gabriel came as an image, is like, look over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna, I guess, stage whisper over to Julian, I think that's your aerodactyl. And I guess I look over to the one over there. And it's kind of kept on crawling and it's trying to press itself against the rock face of the cave. It doesn't really like me. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try and approach it as non-threatening as possible. Uh, and I'm going to roll charm, which is a four. And try and, uh, I guess in a way to calm it down, because it seems very scared of us. It's obviously very scared of humans a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, roll charm. So five, six, one, two, so three, six, 14. nine, fourteen. So I guess, I like, it's okay, buddy. Okay, we're not here to hurt you. The bad people are far away. Don't worry. I'm 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 the one I was given your DNA in a way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was given your DNA. And I had someone bring you back and I've been looking for you and I'm sorry I wasn't there to help you when those the bad people came. I'm sorry. 
and I just want to make sure that you're okay. And the Aerodactyl, he's it's still, it looks very confused and shy, and it kind of nervously flutters its wings, but it does start to crawl a little bit closer to you. Uh, do I still have a berry? Sure, you also have the Pokeball itself. Well, I do, but I want to... Because you wouldn't, good you wouldn't necessarily be catching it. It's already caught. Yeah, I know. Just be I'm, returning I'm, it. I'm just, like, if I just catch it, then it's gonna be scared of me. Mm. Like, I don't want to freak it out. Like, I, if I have one more berry, I just kind of like offer, like, this, this is yours. Okay. And you know what? I'll just fix this. Like, you want a candy bar? Oh, you have a candy bar? Yeah, I made like eight of them. I'm a cook. <laughs> Toss one over. Here's a berry. Here's a candy. And so it sniffs them, and it just ignores the berry and starts noshing on the candy bar. <laughs> yeah. And then it looks up go. with the big pink blush on it. Yeah, there you go. And I, I, I kind of like reach out so that, like, not to like to pet it, but I don't want to like. So I'm just like offering my hand if it wants to like nuzzle or something. And it looks at the hand, and then opens its mouth, <laughs> and it doesn't bite you. It just puts its mouth around your hand. <laughs> Good Aerodactyl. Good Aerodactyl. Don't bite down, please. <laughs> Could you open up your hand, please? Or well, your mouth. I would like my hand. Just... Oh, wow. He doesn't want you to go anywhere. Do you want to come with me? Okay, I guess I'll, I'll take that as a yes, and I, I bring out the Pokeball, and like, this is home, okay? This is home. And it looks at it, it looks at you, and just kind of smacks his head against the Pokeball. <laughs> okay, Aerodactyl, get! In response to the bright light of the Pokeball... The other Aerodactyl look at you guys. And then the big one. Oh shit. <laughs> okay, Ro I bring it out. No. Roll athletics or acrobatics. Oh boy. I'm oh, a big nerdy boy, I can't do this. <laughs> I have a two in athletics. I got two in either one, so it doesn't matter which one I roll for. Oh, okay, I got a decent roll. It's a nine. I got a nine. Ooh, that one was bad. Uh -oh. Four, but two from survival, so six. Okay. Shit. So, the Aerodactyl all begin to fly out of the cave, and everyone ducks down, even though Belle just kinda face plants onto the ground while the other boys duck. <laughs> I am hard on myself. <laughs> But you're managed to avoid getting, like, knocked out of the cave by the Aerodactyl as they're flying past. And after a few moments, they all blast out of the cave, they're flying about in the foggy mountaintops, and you guys are now in an empty cave. Uh, cool. walk outside. Alright, are you making your way back to the gate that you came out of? Uh, yeah, Should I guess. Uh, I just want to see what the Aerodactyl are. Did they fly away? They flew away, like... If you listen, you can still hear distant cries of Ow! Ow! 
Does it seem like they're looking for the other Aerodactyl? Or? It more so seems that they were just startled by the light. Okay. This probably isn't the first time that people have come up here trying to catch them, and they know that that's just kind of a single to scatter. Okay, so... Okay. Um, so, should we go back and get that Heather check? Well, we're going to go back. She was behind, behind the gate. Okay. Yeah, there's only one entrance into yeah. this cave. We're go- we-, we can't avoid coming yeah. back into contact with her. Yeah. Okay. Unless she ditched, unless she tried to book it and find her own way back. Yeah. So you climb up the mountain scapes, the parts that you had to go down, you get back up there, you jump back over the little battlements and walk back to the gate. Who's opening the gate? Uh, I'll open the gate. Okay. Good. good. You try to pull the handle open and it won't budge. <laughs> oh, that bitch. <laughs> Hey, don't call me that! What? You hear from the other side. Hey, what? Can you open up, please? No! There's, like, dinosaurs out there! I'm not going to open this! It's fine! They flew away! Well, I flew away, too, so there. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. (laughs) They're all gone. They flew away. We startled them. It's just us on the other side here. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. And then she opens the door a little bit and pokes an eye out. Yeah, take a look. <laughs> they're, they're gone. You can hear them, but they're gone. They're far away. So then she pulls on the door. Ah! Okay, get in, get in, get in, get in. All right. I don't want to deal with any more flying bullshit. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! You said, oh my god, ah! I put it back. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> my name is DJ Julian Fowler. Nice to meet you. Oh my god, you're a Polka Spotify rapper, aren't you? No, no, no. <laughs> At most, I produce their stuff. <laughs> also, they're, it's Soundcast form that a lot of those guys work on. It's, it's weird. Just, just what I need in my life like, another DJ Kabuto wannabe. An Arca 6-9. That man's my hero! <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so, what's up with my Aerodactyl? What's its thing? Oh, hunty, you're about to find out. Oh, yeah. Is it male or female? It's a lad. It's a lad? It's a lad! It's a lad! Great <laughs> lads! A great, sweet, highland laddie for ya! Ah! <laughs> Holy shit, Jesus! <laughs> Wait, what's loyalty? Friendship. Okay. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. So I guess I gotta come up with a name with him for him. Uh, what do I want to call him? Uh, I'm going to name Aerodactyl. Oh, I know. His name's gonna be Rocksteady. <laughs> now we need a bebop. I just need to find a bebop, man. Oh, the one starter, fire starter, Embor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rock stays what a uh, rhino. Yeah. This is a flying rock dragon. Yeah, rock stays would have been better given to. But like, it's fine. Rhyhorn. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, he's bashful. <laughs> and he's also level 25. 
That's why you haven't been given him. Okay, I guess that's, uh, that ends this, uh, I guess we try and find our way out of this place now. Yeah, unless you want to try and explore, see if you can find anything else in here. Actually, yeah, let's bust out the map. Uh, no, so... we, found a, we found a chest. Or... Yeah, so, yeah. okay, you so did. where are we on the map? We're at the top? You're, well, you're technically not at the on the map, but you can, like, you know based on the stuff that you're able to pass at certain points where you are in relation to the drawings on the map. Yeah, because we, we went through the area that was closed off. Okay, so... Is there another area that may have been unexplored? There's another area that went higher up that you didn't take. Like, you took a winding path that opened right. the slide, and then you went up the other way. Yeah. And then there is the part that was blocked off that you guys were able to open up when you took that tall tower up. And the third way was one that it seemed to go the highest initially, but there have been parts crossed off with just danger marked on them. Danger, huh? Danger, danger. Uh, <laughs> well, guys, what do we want to do? Do we want to check out one of those danger areas, or do we want to play it safe and get out of here? Uh, I'm all for danger, but Gabe, how are you feeling? I'm okay. <coughs> I can deal. And <laughs> uh, what about you, Heather? Are you down for finding more treasure? No, I got what I came for. As soon as we get back to the ground floor, I am leaving. I don't know, let's, uh, let's explore a little bit. I figure she'll probably need to be escorted because she doesn't know how to get back to the, the, the entrance. Yeah. So probably I guess do she, that first. I guess she's stuck with us for a while. Well, only until you guys get to the entrance. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll backtrack. Yeah, so can we just, like... Fast forward to getting her down to the. Unless we kind of come across. I mean, you'd you'd, you'd come across some, a few more flocks of Zubat, Wubat, and Noibat, if that interests anybody. I got best bat. It's only. I've got my flying Pokemon to defend me from other flying Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a lot of them are gonna fuck with an Aerodactyl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we can just fast forward back down. You fast forward down to the ground floor. Heather immediately leaves in the direction of Jubilife City, not even saying goodbye. I just flip her off. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. You can... Wow! She's a bitch! A mythic bitch! A mythic okay. bitch! <laughs> she was annoying, given. <laughs> I knew it! Now, to be fair, Gabe, she, she was definitely feeling you, <laughs> but she was not feeling me or her, what? so... I don't blame you. <laughs> what sort of ideas are you guys getting? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess... Do we want to just keep exploring this area a little bit? Do we want to keep on moving? Uh, I know June's over in Sand Gem, so that gives us a chance to meet the parents. Hmm. Your parents. Oh, my parents. Yeah. If they're home. No, um, it's really hard to tell. They're, they're, they're always on call. <coughs> they, 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 they've really gotten consumed in this work, so. Ever since, um. Have you tried calling them? When was the last time you called them? <laughs> um, 
in a long while. It's, yeah, I haven't called them once since I've gone on an adventure. You may want to do that. <laughs> what time of the day is it right now? Also, we're inside of a mountain. Maybe you want to wait until yeah. we have perception. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Plus, I don't even... I don't know how... Actually, I don't... I haven't really explored this Pokedex, really. I, I I'm just, assuming I our Pokedex seconds as a, fo- as a phone. Yeah, it's a smartphone, basically. Okay. I just give him, like, the lowdown. It's like, okay, you know, you, you do this here. And here. <laughs> so, are we going to do more exploring, or are we going to go to the next I mean, place? I'm cool with exploring for a little bit, but it would be nice to get moving. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine either way. All right, let's do it. Let's yeah. explore. All right, so you take the path that had been marked danger, and you guys continue up some more stairs. And then you get to a point where the stairs, there's just a big gaping hole right in the middle of them. And if you look down through it, it's just a straight drop down the mountain. There's no fun slide this time. I grab a rock, and I drop it down. How long until we hear something? Bunk. So, 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 so! <laughs> hmm. How big is my aerodactyl? Oh, how big can is I ride it? You can absolutely ride it. But there's certain skills you need to take to be adept at doing so. Are there? I think there's one. I think there actually might be. There's one that like is focused on riding, but I don't think you need to take a specific skill for it. Uh, well, I've got a big dragon that can harbor us over to the rest of the stairs. Sounds like a plan. Uh, I guess I bring out Rock Steady. Yeah, new place, buddy. It kind of shrinks in. I give him like a hug. It's like, it's okay. You're among friends, and we'll make it through this. Also, don't mean to freaking kibosh your plans, but how big is the cave? Can it actually house an aerodactyl to fly? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> but know what it can do? It's it's big enough for the aerodactyl to just kind of stand at the edge of the hole and lean over. <laughs> <laughs> so, can that happen? Roll charm or command. Uh, I'm gonna test out that. Actually, no, charm is higher. <laughs> not gonna take any. And I'm gonna keep giving you dice so you can roll them all at once. This is the hot day. <laughs> five, three, two, that's enough. So ten and fourteen. Okay, so you successfully asked Rocksteady to just kind of lean over and block the hole with his body. I guess I scale. Yeah. Yeah. You sure do. Yeah. yeah. You guys scale. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and before doing so, I was like, hey, thanks, buddy. Thank and you, Rocksteady. Thank you. And I climb over. All right, and so are you going to call him back? I'm going to call him back because I don't assume he's going to walk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so as you continue through, you notice that this part is a lot more dirty with a lot more debris, probably because not as many people are able to access it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so there's stray rocks everywhere. Occasionally when you step on the ground, you feel some stuff shift underneath you. And so you guys pause and wait to make sure nothing is happening. Then you keep going. Quick idea, guys. Do we want to tie ourselves to each other? Sure, I got rope. I've also got rope. Yeah, so do I. Okay, you do that. 
You keep going in, you see there's a lot of cobwebs, there's a lot of vines crisscrossing across stuff. Eventually, though, you find yourself in a little open room. Goal uh, perception. Go for it. Even though I have such high perception, <laughs> I'm rolling low! It's five, eight. Okay. So, Belle, you're able to spot, underneath a lot of vines, you see the shape of a treasure chest. Hey, I found something. You guys can go there. Looks uh, like... What do I see? I rolled a ten. You see some stuff on the wall, a lot of murals. About You see stuff that you recognize from just basic knowledge of Sinnoh's history, images of Dialga, Palkia, Giratina. You see one uh, mosaic of Arceus. You see images of some people fighting with swords and axes and spears. And <laughs> in one of them you do see a figure that seems to be a humanoid figure, but it's flying above all the others. Oh. Hmm. Do you want to take a picture of that? Wait, hold sure. on. Is it? Do you think it's a Pokemon? No, it's just for future reference. If we like, we ever need to know. Yeah. So, no, I'm just asking. Do you think it? Does it look like a Pokemon? It's a humanoid figure. Oh, it's a humanoid figure. Sorry. It could I be a Pokemon. It could like be a human. There are Pokemon that look like humans. Well, I'm gonna try to discern if it's a Pokemon using my Pokemon education. Wait, it's five. I need to rewrite that on there. But some. That's a high roll. Yeah. So yeah, no, it doesn't look like a Pokemon to you. Yeah. I don't think it's a Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. Although with your Pokemon education, you do see another shape that seems to be faded. So you kind of reach over and you brush off some dust and some webbing. And you see a shape that you do recognize. You're not sure what kind of Pokemon, but it has to be a Pokemon because it's this large, dark, shadowy figure with like jagged edges Mm -hmm. and another big kind of swoosh coming out of its head. Oh, the hell is that? Yeah, it, I think you should probably record that for later. Yeah. Well, actually, speaking of recording, I wonder if the Pokedex knows what this is. Ancient images detected. Um, accuracy not 100% confirmed. Potential match, Mistruvis. Potential match, Latios. Potential match, Darkrai. Hmm. I, I, I tap in or do whatever. I look into Darkrai. Guess that would be the one that pops. Yeah, because it has like. I know basic Pokemon, but like Gabriel doesn't know much about legendaries. Darkrai, the pitch black Pokemon. Legend has it that on a moonless night, Darkrai will lure people to sleep and unleash nightmares upon them. Darkrai is a legendary Pokemon. Existence not confirmed. That's spooky. Watch out when you go to bed. Yeah. So, knowing that, I'm going to turn my flashlight back to that treasure chest. And maybe... You know what? I'm going to bring out Sigurd just in case. I don't know why. I just feel like it's appropriate. Can I bring out Bronzor to hide behind? <laughs> uh, I, kinda, I, I just mentioned this. Uh, 
Why not have Sigurd look at the 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 murals? Maybe. Yeah. Hey. Know something. Sigurd, do any of these murals look familiar to you? And it kind of floats as it looks at them. It doesn't really seem to be reacting to anything. And then when it gets to the image of the human, it all of a sudden draws back and starts slashing at the wall. <laughs> okay, okay. On, on it! On it! Come back here, come back here. Are you okay? Are you okay? Do you need to do the whole memory thing? It doesn't like that. It, it doesn't touch you, it does curl its tassel into a fist and kind of shakes it at the <laughs> image. Okay, so, um... <laughs> There's, um... There's some bad blood there. Yeah, definitely. Okay. We'll have to take this information to the Underground Society. Maybe they'll have some answers. Definitely Indy won't want to hear this. Yeah. yeah. After she gives us a good talking, talking to. Talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear also, her Julie's voice. recording all of this. <laughs> <laughs> this time on... This week on Bust of Being Unsolved. <laughs> So on Beedrill on salt, <laughs> yeah. So um, bug buzz, <laughs> yes, bug buzz on salt. <laughs> so I'm gonna roll perception on this treasure chest because my gut treasure, my gut feeling is telling me that there might be something spoopy. That was terrible. Four or five. You don't see anything out of the ordinary, but the vines that are crisscrossed against it do look pretty thick. You're probably going to need to cut them off. Okay. Um, Sigurd, do you want to slice and dice here? One inch! <laughs> and it kind of makes a pose as best it can, being a sword. <laughs> yeah! And then it does a little spin in the air, and it slashes through the vines. Awesome. And they split, and then they just kind of retract back into the ground. Cool. So... Let's see. Crouch down. Do I? Is there any like lock on this? No. It seems that to be openable now that the vines are gone. Okay. So I open the chest. All right. And inside you find a little clay pot. You find a dusty old book and a lemonade <laughs> and a little stone tablet. So I should probably just. Get you two to help me, like, grab yeah. all these. Okay. They're not particularly large or heavy. Yeah. It's just, you know, individually handle them. Um, let's see. I'll take the book. Uh, I'll take the pot. I guess I'll take the tablet. Okay. Does anyone want to roll general or occult education on these items? I'll roll I can try. general education... So I wonder if my parents may have told me anything about it. Yeah, I'll try general. Yeah, I'll go for general. Six, seven, four, eight, I got a three. <laughs> I'm doing shitty. Okay. Bell, you said, what did you say you grabbed? I grabbed the book. Okay, so you look at the book and it's written in an ancient language. But it does seem to resemble some modern language as well, and so if you kind of sort of try and piece stuff together, you can't tell necessarily what it says, but it does seem to be the equivalent, the ancient equivalent of a TM. So I think I might have found an ancient TM. Like a tome? Yeah, I guess the old hardcore way of teaching a Pokemon a new move. <laughs> huh. And then 
What do you say you grabbed? I grabbed the pot. Okay, so Gabriel, <laughs> <laughs> you recognize this tablet as something that your parents have come across before. It's also known as a plate, and they're essentially ancient ways of powering up certain Pokemon moves. And so based on some of the images on this, which have pictures of people in Pokemon standing on the ground. They're kind of stomping their feet, it looks like, and there's big cracks around them. It seems to be something that would power up ground-type moves. And Julian, you got the pot. Yes. You open the pot. Well, it's some Stardust. Hey! Found some Stardust? Oh. I found some Stardust. Cool. We can sell that for a high price. Yes. <laughs> Is there anything on the pot? No. Like markings, nothing? No. Just a pot? No. Just it's pot. it's like you recognize it as the just what, what people would store stardust in. Hmm. Sweet. Cool. Uh do we notice any or hear any rustling about in this area? Beyond the bats. <laughs> yeah, you got well, I mean the entire time you've heard just some ambient flapping of wings. And those screeches and scrooches from the baddie boys and girls. Um, and underneath you, you do hear something kind of just scrunchy rumble roll away. Roll? Can I do a perception they, to see if I notice any, like, Pokemon in the room? They could be rock and rollers. Could Yeah. Be. I'm going to do a perception to see if I see any Pokemon in this room. 11. No Pokemon in the room. The sound that you heard is coming from underneath you guys. Well, we came up a stairway. That would have to be either deep down or it's on the stairs behind us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we've found everything we can in this room. Yeah, so... I guess... Start heading back? heading back. Go for it. All right. I'll have to bring out Aerodactyl again. Yeah. All right, so you do that. Roll, hey, an- roll another charm or command. So once again, he obeys you, lets you guys kind of slide down his back to get down the stairs. Thanks again. Thanks. And that's, unless you want to see if you can try and find anything else, that's all that you can, that you've gone to all the parts on the map of the Orberg Gate. Well, I guess we've got a thorough walk. Go through this place. Yeah. We should probably get that information back to Indy before we take off. Yeah, Yeah, that'll probably be for the best. So you're headed back to Orberg? In the little red wagon. Yep. Oh, yeah. We, we have to re... re <laughs> Your re- wagon has been sitting there the entire time. <laughs> Still here. It's all, all it's got is rocks. And yep. my potions. Because yeah. I'm not carrying around a big box of potions. <laughs> I'm only carrying like three. Because I think I, that's... I'll that's... put the, the jar of stardust in there. And then hop on. <laughs> all right. And I'm guessing Bell sounds out Billy? Yeah. All right. Pony! And he hooks himself up to the wagon, and then he canters <laughs> back towards Orberg. <laughs> so you get back to Orberg. It now appears to be just before sunset. 
I'm guessing you guys... One more night here. Yeah. I'm guessing you guys are headed back to the gym. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna give Indy some information. Alright, you go there, you uh, knock on the door, the little league person lets you in, you guys wait, and then Indy comes out from her office. Well, howdy, y'all. That was pretty fast. Yeah, things worked out. I'm bringing out a rock steak. And he immediately begins to try and fly away. Nope! <laughs> you Nobody in this place. And I just, I just like pat his head. He's like, no, 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 no. Well, ain't that something? Usually aerodactyls are pretty violent, but yours seems to be a little bit on the opposite end of things. Yeah, from what I can tell you, he's a little bit, uh. a little bit bashful. Yeah, well, I'm sure the rocket attacked it, or not the rockets, I'm sorry, I'm forced to have it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure the astro attack probably gave him a pretty bad spook, especially with coming back to life and all that. Yeah, I mean... And during its time, I'm assuming there was no technology that would capture it. So this is all probably new to it. Oh, certainly not. I mean, but, I mean, humans didn't even exist back when Aerodactyl were more populous. And even the modern Pokeball technology was only invented in the last few centuries. I mean, in the really ancient times, people had to tame Pokemon using nothing but their wits and their own bare hands. Oh. Well, we didn't just come back here to show off Rocksteady here. Uh, we got some info that you, you might find interesting. And also some uh, artifacts. Oh, that's mighty yeah. fine. Which so, we may end up keeping, but that will be up to you. Um, well, or, I mean... Honestly. Unless it's something incredibly important to the history of Sinnoh, generally, finest keepers is the rule of the underground society. So I show her my Pokedex and it's like, well, we found a, a mural. In uh, the caves. Uh, we kind of did a little snooping around as members of the Underground Society. We do have to, you know, find and report Check things back. out, yeah. I'm not familiar with this part. Were you, did you guys go to some places that were off the map? Uh, we went to an area that was marked Danger. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's a mighty big hole in those stairs. But uh, Rocksteady here kind of fixed that problem. Ah, yeah. Well, he acted as a bridge. I guess that's one way of solving it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna pop out Sigurd. So I found Sigurd here in another part of the cave uh, where we met Heather. Oh my! And uh, she reaches into her pack and she pulls out a leather glove and then she reaches her hand out. How do you do, Miss Honeage? <laughs> <laughs> and Sigurd kind of looks at her funny and then just kind of. Taps the tassel against the glove, and nothing happens. So then it just kind of curls around one finger and shakes the finger. Honeage <laughs> <laughs> are really well. There can be a little temperamental sometimes. Yes. Yeah, so, that's actually the interesting thing. Uh, so okay, we should start at the beginning. So when we first met Honeage, he actually hadn't become a full Honeage. He was still just the scabbard. Well, yeah, I have heard that a lot of uh, ghost tap Pokemon, such as this Honeage, they remain dormant years after their yeah. original, well, I'm not sure if demise is the correct term. I am going to be honest with you. I am very well versed in all the archaeological side of things, but when it does come to ghost Pokemon, I am not the expert. I, if you want to learn more about this little fella, I would recommend you seek out someone who is more familiar with the ghost tap Pokemon. Is there a ghost type leader? or someone? Well, well, definitely not Modi. He's all the way back in Johto. Well, I mean, is... Just as an example. Yeah, oh, yes. Modi, for example, or Fantina, who 
she's normally in, in Hawthorne, but she's recently vacated her position. I believe she was traveling the region trying to deal with some family issues. Oh. oh. Okay, so when... Anyway, Sigurd gets into... Becomes Sigurd, and um, just before he... I, like, officially captured him. He wrapped his tassel around my arm, and I got images of a battle that was happening. Now, that I have heard of. Usually, if someone tries to touch the tassel of an Onedge, they suffer some serious damage. However, there are some that they find a trainer that they deem worthy of training them and wielding them, essentially. So this little Onedge must have sensed something special inside of you. I swear I've read this story before. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, me? Special? Um, okay. So anyway, we get up to this top room, after a lot of hiking and getting rock steady, and um, we see the murals. I pop up Sigurd to see if he recognized anything, because, you know, maybe something related to him. And there was a that weird flying guy. And we showed a picture. Yeah. Yeah, and he started attacking it. Oh, that's... Wait. Did it damage the... And no, then... it was just slashing. Alright, that's that's good. Uh, I might be able to get up there and examine that more closely. Hmm. Is that a big Pokemon with you to get across the gap? I, I, I do suppose that works, although a lot of my big Pokemon are rather, rather heavy. I wouldn't want them to make the hole even larger. That Aerodactyl is, is spatial because they have spatial <coughs> bones that help them fly through the air. True, yeah. Thank if you. I was to plop a Rahon in for, on top of that oh, hole... <laughs> you're going to hang out with the rock and roll at the bottom. Yeah, indeed, yes. Yeah. And so then she uh, takes the Pokedex and she looks at the video closely. Hmm, I'm not familiar with this kind of... I mean, I've seen plenty of murals of battles. I mean, they're one of the most important historical things that have happened in the history of Sinnoh, the huge wars between the East and West that eventually culminated in the war that created the region itself. I'm not familiar with anybody flying. It could, of course, be metaphorical. They could be using the Sakic Pokemon or perhaps a uh, flying-type Pokemon that just isn't pictured here. The fact that there's Darkrai here, though, that is interesting. I figured it was Darkrai. Yes, it is a mythical Pokemon. No one has ever necessarily <clears throat> been able to confirm or deny its existence. Personally, I believe it's real because almost every Pokemon that started as a theory we have discovered at some point. Darkrai does occasionally show up in these ancient images. No one's really sure what he's for, though, because, of course, a lot of the history says that he's just a nightmare guy. He goes around, he gives everyone these terrible dreams, they wake up all sweaty and afraid, but there are other people that think he's some kind of protector, that he shows people their fears so that they can prepare for them. Hmm. Was there anything else that you guys found up there? Um... We found this book. I figure it might be something like an ancient TM. You're absolutely right. This is a tome. And then she takes the book oh, and right. she <laughs> looks at the writing closely. Let's see. If my ancient Sinonian is correct, then this is the tome of the Focus Punch. Oh. Whoa. That's a strong Cool. Focus fighting move. Yeah. And Gabe, the plate that we found... Oh, yeah, I found a plate. Like, uh, me and my family have come across things like this before, but I only vaguely know about these things. Oh, yes, this is, this is a very well-preserved plate. They, uh, they're basically the ancient equivalent of stuff like the charcoal and the silk scarf and any other type-enhancing things. 
Basically, if you let a Pokemon use this plate, then this one, and this one specifically, is the Earth Plate. So this one is going to boost your ground type moves. Cool. And I found this jar of Stardust. You sure did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing much special hey, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, nothing much. You it's can just, sell it, though. Sell for so, a high price. Yeah, it's a good price. Yeah. Surprising how high it can go, considering a lot of people just seem to keep on fanning it and fanning it, and we don't really do anything with it. Yeah, it's weird how our economy works. I mean, I just don't question it. Gotta make those Stardust wedding rings. Oh yes, it is yeah. true. And you know, when when you think about it in a kind of lateral way, there's just really just is a lot of really small cool rocks. Yeah, that's I hear, true. I hear those all the rage true. in the trip with the kids these days. Here's a Stardust smoothie. So um, anyway, on to slightly more serious questions um since i am a simple girl from kanto i have no idea what this ancient war in Sinnoh that eventually led to the creation of Sinnoh is all about oh do you want the full history lesson yes all right well for the longest time the east side and the west side of Sinnoh were there was a huge war between the two of them partly exacerbated due to the fact that the large mountain range that almost divides the country completely in half so the east side Generally, <laughs> the Eastern Kingdoms generally more peaceful, and for that matter, the Western Kings were rather peaceful too. But at some point, a leader known as Ah, uh, what was his name? I always seem to forget his name. An ancient leader calling themselves King Avin eventually took control over the Western Kingdoms, and he began to wage all sorts of war on the. I'm sorry, I got that mixed up. He took control of the Wasting Kingdoms and began waging all sorts of war on the Eastern Kingdoms. Now, there was essentially a stalemate because the two were evenly matched. But then, a major thing happened. Because while King Avin was trying to rule, the Crown Prince Katsuo and the Princess Hikari from opposite sides of the mountain range, mm -hmm. they began to court each other. They met in secret. They had other knights help each other meet across the mountain range, find hidden tunnels, and they began to court each other and fall in love. Now, King Avin did not like this, because he believed that Prince Katsuo was actually a princess, and he demanded that he be a woman and marry him, become his bride, in order to completely secure his reign. Now, Prince Katsuo was having none of this, so he managed to escape to the Eastern Kingdoms. So King Avin said, oh, hey, they kidnapped him, so now we gotta go to war. Okay. And there was this huge war that led to a lot of destruction on both sides, eventually culminating in a huge battle at the top of Mount Coronate, in a place that is now known as Sphere Pillar. Okay. Now, this is where things do get foggy, because there are conflicting reports in many texts. Some say that it was just a knockout, dragout battle until one side won. Some say that Prince Katsuo challenged King Avin to a one-on-one -on -one duel. Some say that the legendary Pokemon themselves intervened. All we know for sure is, eventually, the Eastern Kingdoms were victorious. Okay. And once they were able to depose of King Avin, all of the subjects that he had been terrorizing in the Western Kingdoms, they had a full revolution. Anyone who was still sympathetic to him was deposed of. His original palace was torn down completely. Barely even the foundations of it remained. And then the country was unified. We were able to start carving tunnels through the mountain range and able to visit both sides freely. We made paths that got through the north side, coming up one and coming down the other. And then the country was unified, and over the centuries, it's become the region that you see today. 
Moscow, I go seeking fortune. <laughs> That's a joke for Lindsay. Okay. <laughs> Basically, that whole story felt like the entire history of the oh, Soviet the Union. Union. <laughs> to the melody of, of Tetris. Tetris. I'm the man who arranges the blocks that descend upon me from up above. <laughs> the humble workers threw overthrew the bourgeoisie and then united as one under the red flag. I mean, I guess that is kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Pokemon, so communism doesn't exist. <laughs> no, because it's been socialist for like the past 300 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Anyways, good job. Yes. <laughs> it's good to know that my mom and dad have taught me right. I gotta pretend that Gabe actually knows this stuff because you'll be able to answer a lot of the questions during the game. Are now. you pretending that Gabe knows this stuff, or is Gabe pretending he knows this stuff? <laughs> I feel like Gabe is pretending. He's pretending some of it. He knew some of the que- he knew some of the answers to the questions. So he knows like bits and pieces. It's like, yes, yeah. I know. So this. I'm assuming yes. that um, Bell was a terrible student <laughs> in school. <laughs> Look, she was out in the back smoking with the <laughs> smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> I was forging hole passes. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Anyways. Um, okay. Thanks that, for the history lesson. Yeah. No problem. I mean, there's a lot more, more nuance to it, but they was basically the gist of it. That was like the clip notes. Precisely. Yeah. So, if we want to get more information, where should we, where should we go? Oh, there's plenty of places. You can find some stuff up north at the Snowpoint Temple. You can find some stuff in Hotham City. You can find some stuff in Mistvale City because they was kind of like a backup capital for the Eastern Kingdoms. Of course, okay. there's a Cantilever Library. It's the largest library in the entire region. Okay. Andy, I got a question for you before we go. Shit. Uh, do you think you could help me with my Aerodactyl? How so? I was wondering if I could leave Rocksteady with you to like get more accustomed to the world around it. Because if I I'm I'm like it's a lot stronger than what I'm used to right now. Like my current team is they're not even level ten when we're looking at it. And I'm I assume the Pokedex has like their stats and stuff and like what level they are. Yeah. And it's like it's level twenty five. Well, dang. It's very strong, and it's also very young, and I'm not sure if it would be smart for me to, like, kind of, in a way, in, like, I just don't think I'm ready to train it yet. You don't want to throw him to the Manate trick. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I totally understand. If you if you feel comfortable leaving it Brock Stadium with me, I can certainly do my best to train him, to see if I can make him a little bit more calmer. And when I when when either if you think he's ready ready for me or if I'm ready for him, I'll call you. That that sounds like a wonderful idea. That sounds like a very responsible idea for you to have. Thank you. And I, I bring out Rock. Well, I, I actually had Rock City the entire time. So, okay, buddy, I'm gonna go. You're gonna stay with Indy. Don't worry. There's a lot 
of ancient Pokemon that you're familiar with. They're going to help you. You're going to grow big and strong. And when you're ready or, and when I'm ready, we're going to team up and we're going to dominate. And look, I got a little frame for you. And she pulls out a Pokeball. All right, Mr. Rocksteady, I would like you to meet Archikins. And a big, fluffy Archeops pop out of the Pokeball. Archie! And it kind of flutters up to Rocksteady, and lands on his head, and just kind of ruffles up, and then just kind of sits down on his head. <laughs> and wraps his wings around it. <laughs> Rocksteady kind of likes it. Oh, also, I probably wouldn't advise this given the solitary diet of these, but it took a liking to these candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what'd you make these candy bars out of? Well, oh, damn it, why did, I don't know how I made these. <laughs> the, the books don't tell me how they're made. But you made it by, the, you cooked it by the book. Yeah, I cooked it by, I, <laughs> I used the instructions of this book that my mom and dad gave me. I mean, God, heaven forbid, they never read it. I just found it in the house and I started using it. Well, it looks like they're mostly organic, so they should be perfectly fine for them. And you know, also, they seem to like berries a lot. Oh yes, well, our Pokemon like berries, no matter what. Yeah. Between the berries and these candy bars, some positive reinforcement will certainly help this young Aerodactyl become more acclimated to the present day. Thank you. All right, buddy. Good luck. I'll be back. All right. So, what else are you guys gonna do? Are you going to try and get through the tunnel before nightfall, or are you just going to camp out here? Uh, I imagine today's been a bit of a long day. Maybe we'll just One crash more night at, at, the... at the, the Pokemon Center, and then take off? Dang, I don't have enough. Sound good? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, we do that. Alright, so you guys go to the Pokemon Center. I'm guessing you guys are sleeping for the night? Yeah. Alright. So, night passes, and you guys wake up, and the room is full of mist. What the, the hell? Fuck? It's kind of a pinkish, purplish mist haze filling the room. You can see some of it floating out of this open window. You can see some of it floating from down the hall. Uh, let's see. That would be a good time to have, like, a gust or something. I'm going to roll perception. Uh, 7, 8, 9, 10. Alright, so as you look around, you take a step forward and you feel something crunch underneath you. I look down. It's an eggshell. Hey, I think our eggs hatched! Whoa, what? So everyone, check your eggs. So, Belle, how's your egg? Yeah. How is it? Uh, I guess um, it's still pink and brown, and I really should be forming this. On one. your quick graph, oh. I said yeah. <laughs> it's at day five. Yeah, day five of seven to ten. Okay. Gabriel, how's your egg doing on your quick graph? I have a brown egg with yellow spots. It looks as though my egg will take a long time to hatch. It's like, oh, oh you need a little more time, buddy. Julian, how's your egg? My egg's hatched. <laughs> this is he at the warmer, of course. So what do I have? 
Well, I, I that's for you to look around. I, uh, <laughs> well, it's an empty eggshell now. <laughs> uh, perception. <laughs> Pink mist. Four, six, ten. And as you look around, you see a short little form with kind of a small body and a bulbous head just kind of wandering around through the mist on the floor. Pokedex. Ralts, the feeling Pokemon. Hey! It is highly attuned to the emotions of people and Pokemon. It hides if it senses hostility. Uh, say hi, Ralts. And it turns its head towards you. Ralts! Like, I, I kind of like, as, as a loving father, I, I gesture to it, like, come here, come here! Rouse, rouse! And then kind of scurries over to you on his tiny little legs. I yeah, give it a hug. Rouse! Aww, uh, so glad you hatched. All right, and that's also, it's got the egg warmer just kind of wrapped around it still. <laughs> Alright, I already got a name for it. Yeah. Her name's Ashley. So I look at the uh, Pokedex and I see what move I think was used. It's Misty Terrain. It's like, ha, huh, so that must be its egg move then. I'm very happy. I got, so I guess I've now officially got a full team. Yeah, you got a baby now. You got a baby. I need to support this baby and watch it grow. <laughs> so I could help you with that. I'm quite the razor of Pokemon. I know how to breed them. <laughs> so I guess, Ashley, this is Belle. Hi. Ralts! And that's Gabriel. Oh, look at that young little, young little guy. Ralts! Is it, or are you, are it's, you, a, it's a female. Oh, female, right. Yeah, because yeah, you call Ashley dumb. No, I should tell June what I just hatched, because she's got a Gallade. Cool. <laughs> so the image comes up. And it's her sitting, you see her face, and she's just, like, lying on a beach chair with shades across her face. <laughs> enjoying the sun, huh? Yes, I am enjoying anything that doesn't involve birds again. <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about the birds. I just got my Aerodactyl. Let's with Indy right now. You got an Aerodactyl? Yeah, I got an Aerodactyl. Good jo job. Wait, wait, why'd you leave it with the gym leader? Uh, because it, they you if I remember correctly, they said they used some sort of, like, super revival thing. Yeah. That, like, brought it back to the point where it, like, when it passed away, something like that. It oh, so it was, like, a really high level when it came back? Yeah, it was level 25. And, oh, wow, and you, and you didn't think you were ready to train that? No. No, I don't. <coughs> but I am Coward. ready to train this little girl right here. <laughs> Oh, hey, you got a Ralts! Yeah! Copycat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's going to grow big and strong. Maybe take down your Galade. Maybe. I don't know, how's Kamina doing? Well, hang on. Kamina, come meet your cousin! And you see a head poke in, it's a Galade, and it's also wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Galade! Hey, Kamina, this is Ashley. Ralts! Galade? Galade. He kind of nods approvingly, <laughs> leans back out. As a lady as ever. <laughs> um, quickly, wait, is everyone watching the call or is it just I, Julian? Yeah, I just have it out. Okay, everyone roll a quick perception. 
<laughs> Ten. Wow. They're just mocking me. He's like, oh yeah, you have a high perception. I'm just gonna give you low rolls. <laughs> I got an eight. Five. I got a ten. I, I got a seven. <laughs> so, Belle, as you're watching, you see a large blue shape just kind of spinning in the background of the call. There's something behind you. And June looks back. Oh, uh, yeah, that's Tachikoma. He likes playing on the beach. Isn't that right, Tachikoma? Uh, I got the reference just now. Oh my god. He, he likes doing that. So I guess you're doing a lot better since the Pelipper incident. I am just doing some R and R. Very hard. I'm basically chilling here until I have to guard a Barbocella. So, like, if you guys get here soon enough, then we can probably meet up then. Uh, we'll probably see you soon. Sounds good. Uh, you call Danny at all? Yeah, call her. She's fine. Okay. She's good. chilling in Hoen. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, I guess I'll uh, talk to you later, June. Enjoy right. the sun. Yeah, keep it real, squirt. Will do. Hang up. Yeah. Alright, let's get a move on. Also, Routes is just gonna fall. I'm just gonna carry around this, carry around Ashley the whole time. Nice. Alright, so you guys head out. I'm guessing you guys are making your way through the gate again. Yeah. Towards. Alright, so you go through the gate. Does anyone yeah, want to. I bring out Litton. I bring out Eric. Litton! This is Ashley. Litton! New friend. Rounds! <laughs> and Ashley kind of reaches out and grabs Litton's ears and kind of just wiggles them <laughs> down. Litton, Litton, Litton! Well, that's a lot better than when we were babies and talking at Cliff's whiskers. Oh, poor, poor Cliff. <laughs> so patient. Then he would turn around and bite the parents. Oh, no. He had yeah. to take his rage out on something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go through the gate... Does anyone want to try for any more bats? Um. You're just gonna leave them. Do we need more bats? Do you want a noy bat? Do you want a noy bat? Or a woo I'm bat? Pretty, I'm pretty a good bat. on Pokemon at the moment. Noivern's are cool. Yeah, Noivern's are pretty cool. Not as cool as Kobats. That is kind of tricky. Yeah. Why not? Why not have... We've all got flyers. Yeah, and you know, why not just have one dragon Pokemon when you can have two dragon Pokemon? <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Did I so... go and mess that up? <laughs> We're going for this whole night theme. Oh, who's good against... I'll pop out Sundance. All right. Lily. So I guess we stop the... Uh... The little uh, white dragon for a while. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing I've already spotted. Yeah, you spotted Noibat at the top of the cave or the cave roof. Now I just gotta get his attention or just straight up attack it. Uh. Also, I'm gonna cut in here. Um, I'll write down the inv- inventory that the people leave in the cart. That way, if anything happens to the cart, we're aware of what's in the cart. Okay. okay. You. Uh, what did you want left in the cart? Uh, I've got a jar of stardust, which okay. I'm gonna cash in at the next town. I'm also, Lindsay, did you cash in your nugget? No, I haven't. Okay. I'm leaving so my box of 15 potions in there and yeah. holding on to the I also other got five. cool rocks. Yeah. yeah. You have like th- three 
at least three big cases of Cool Rocks. <laughs> Billy's going to be fucking ripped. Yeah. Can this count as training for Yes, Billy? I was actually about to suggest that. Gain XP over time. He deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. If one of us catches like a Tauros or a Buffalant or something to help out Billy, yeah, then gravy. Yeah. We can do an expansion of Maplesoid to Pokemon cart. Okay, so let's see. How would I grab a Noibat's attention? Scream! <laughs> <laughs> and the Noibat kind of like pops off sound. Noi, 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 And flutters down to around you guys. You're Hi welcome. there. Noibat! Noi! So you're a curious little guy. Or a girl. No judging. It's, it's a male. Okay. And it kind of flies for you, then flutters back and kind of fluttering all around, flabbergasted. Okay, it's okay, it's okay. Roll a charm. Oh! Bad <laughs> <laughs> <Man>, Uno? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Three. Let me help you with that. <laughs> You just sit beside the like, wait, this is how it's done. You do this. Can, can I just say that Belle tries to make Add this... a four to that. Belle tries to smile, and it just comes off with this rictus grin. It's like, and Ashley pulls the egg wormer over her head. I was like, Belle, Belle, okay, here's, here's what you do. I give her some tips. So, that's yeah, a lot Silver of tongue, okay? Silver tongue. So re-roll and had four... Seven. And so Belle kind of turns away and turns back around, and it's like a, a bishy sparkle. And then some of the sparkles just kind of stop and fall down. <laughs> Julian's just got his hands like in a in, in the prayer symbol, just like over time. And the Noibat is it's not as scared; it's just kind of confused. Look, I think that you're really, really cute, and I think it would. And I think. You know, being on a Pokemon adventure would be really great. I'm just going to whip a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a d20. Hey. 17. Doot, 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 ding. Yes. Noibat, the sound wave Pokemon. They live in pitch black caves. Their enormous ears can emit ultrasonic waves of 200,000 hertz. That's a loud boy. Yeah. So. That's a lot of hurt. <laughs> Ashley hides again. <laughs> Look, you're scaring her. <laughs> He's gonna scar the baby. <laughs> Alright, so you've cut yourself a Noibat. What are you gonna name it? Uh, I've decided on Wyatt. After famous Wild West Llama and Wyatt Earp. Dang it, now I can't use Wyatt for later. Not Royal Bannon? <laughs> I thought it would have been really funny if you had a why not named Wyatt. Because <laughs> why not? Why not? Well, the opportunity is gone, his name is Wyatt. Yeah. And I can't use a wrestling name for Wyatt anymore. Suffer in silence. <laughs> you can still use Bray. Yeah, I could use Bray. 
on water. <laughs> All right, so I guess we uh, keep on trucking on. Keep or, trucking on. Yeah. And you make your way out of the Orberg Gate. You get to Route 203. 203. It's a nice little pastoral route. Even though you've got a mountain behind you, and you can, even from here, see the big skyline of Jubilife City, the route itself seems to be have a very relaxed and natural atmosphere. Okay, cool. You can see some birds flying around in the distance. There's plenty of little bushes and tall grass that Pokemon could be in. And you also see several people, including a pair of cyclists. <laughs> I roll, I want to roll perception, see if I can recognize the cyclist. Six, seven, twelve. Oh, it's absolutely chasing Caprice. <laughs> Chase Caprice. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chase stops what he's doing, and Caprice. Just, just turns her head as she continues doing front wheel wheelies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, it's those guys! Hey! And she begins hopping her bike towards you as Chase just kind of... <sighs> and he pedals at you normally like a human being. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys made it through the Orberg Gate! You guys have must have been having so much fun in your Pokemon journey. Yeah, yeah. we've got quite the crew assembled now. That's so cool. Hey, hey, since since me and Chase are probably around the same levels as you guys, do two of you guys want to have a double battle? Seems sure. like a good deal. Sure. Except there's three of us versus two of them. Yeah. Who wants out? Rock, paper, scissors, it? <laughs> oh, good, actually. You're out. Well. <laughs> So Ju- Julian sits back, like, pouting, <laughs> hang his head. Ashley just kind of sits with him and reaches up and pats his chin. Thank you. Pats. Pat her head. pats. Nice. All right, so the chase catches up. All right, what are we doing? Dollar battle? All right, let's do this. And he pulls out his Pokeball. Caprice pulls out her Pokeball. You guys ready? Let's go!
Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a super fun network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN podcasts, follow us at RealSFN on Twitter. You can also follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at LindsayM476, Ryan at RyanMitchellHTV, and Duncan at CloudheadDuncan.